0: Good morning. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press, Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bishart. Today I read the statute, the ordinance, Pampa, Texas, Ordinance, Section 3.15.04, Obscene Signs. Friends, we're here to talk about small Texas towns and obscenity law. So, you have come to the right place. However you got here, you came to the right place. So may you encourage others to come here to get their fix about Texas obscenity law. Pampa, Texas. Anybody out there familiar with that town? As we're going through these small towns, you realize, I keep saying again and again, I don't know where these towns are. I haven't heard of them. This town I have heard of. I don't know where it is, but I've heard of it. Pampa, Texas. I remember seeing that on packages At the Dollar Tree, they have a brand that produces stuff in Pampa, Texas. So, we're going to assume it's the same in Pampa, Texas. I don't think there's two towns of the same name in Texas, so we're going to assume this is the town they're talking about. I I imagine there's some law against having two cities of the same name in the same town. I haven't seen any laws like that. I have come across a couple of things about about incorporation of cities and such, but this is not an area of the law that I focus in, so maybe you can enlighten me. I doubt it's ever happened that two cities with the same name are in the same town. So we're going to assume this is the Pampa, Texas, that produces those items for the Dollar Tree. Those items can sometimes be great. So we appreciate that. We don't appreciate their obscenity laws. Such as obscene science law. This law lacks creativity. Some other laws we've come across, as much as we dislike them, we got to admit they're creative. On one podcast we talked about obscenity and monuments. Creative. This law is a tad creative because they're talking about signs. It's not just obscenity in general. There's tons of laws in tons of cities about obscenity. Otherwise, this law lacks creativity. It seems to be quoting verbatim from general Texas obscenity laws, the statutes for the whole state. They feel compelled that the state having the laws is not enough, so they want to put the same language into their law. Let me read it to you so you can get an idea of how this works. Quote, Section 3.15.04 of Obscene Science. No sign or other advertising structure shall display any matter in which the dominant theme of the material taken as a whole appeals to the prurient interest in sex or is patently offensive because it affronts contemporary community standards relating to the description or representation of sexual manners, and is utterly without redeeming value, redeeming social value, end quote. Friends, the first part of this, most of this, seems to be gleaned from Miller versus California, which was the landmark obscenity trial that a lot of states, such as Texas, based their laws off of. They used the words that were used in that trial, Taken as a whole, appeals to prurient interest in sex, patently offensive, contemporary community standards. So that part is very standard. That is what you see in a lot of these local obscenity ordinances. They almost verbatim quote what the Texas law says. Here, they're adding on to the sign or other advertising structure. They want to cover all bases. So if they just put sign, you could have some type of Advertising structure. So what do you think about. Other advertising structures. Can you name some. Maybe it's a mural. It wouldn't be a sign. Maybe it's a sculpture. I don't know how often people use sculptures to advertise stuff. Especially obscene stuff. But maybe it happens. Maybe there was some situation. In Pampa, Texas. And the people there said enough we got to stop this the second part of this does not pertain to the Miller trial there was a trial before the Miller trial that set the standard for obscenity trial but then the Miller trial gave a new precedent and that part that they used in that trial utterly without socially re- redeeming utterly without redeeming social value end quote so that part seems old. And in a lot of these obscenity trials we talked about, they did talk about the redeeming social value. Some of them did. And how that was an old standard. They need to use a new standard because that was not good enough. So, friends, what trial used that term utterly without redeeming social value? Let's think about that. That was an older trial. Miller versus California was 1973. I don't know how often people are erecting obscene signs or other advertising structures in Pampa, Texas. Where would they do that? How big is Pampa, Texas? Although this is not a geography law podcast or a geography podcast, the size of the city might have some effect on obscenity. Because if you don't have streets, it would be hard to put up signs in places. If you don't have billboards, it would be hard to put up signs. You certainly can create some makeshift signs, but that would affect things. If you have regular streets, then that's a different story. So although... We don't focus on geography here. Geography can play a role in obscenity. I bet you nobody's ever said that before. I say it now. Geography can play a role in obscenity. So let us think about that. What do you think about Pampa, Texas? You're probably going to think about the products at the Dollar Tree. And you might also think about obscene signs. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.